everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 82 on Monday the 7th of June 2010. My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because I accidentally sent myself an email and it said it in the signature. Get some tumbleweed blowing through then. Okay, listen, brilliant to be here again. Thank you very, 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 very much for joining me. This week's coffee... I kind of had, had an email from my very good friend David Walsh um, and he was just saying that he noticed that we'd had a lot of espresso style coffees of late, uh, apart from perhaps the Yurgachev, and, and maybe it was time to, to, to mix it up a little bit. Um, so we've got something that's a little bit of a, a lighter roast um, and I haven't done one for a while as I say so it's kind of good so thank you David for pointing that out and if you have any similar observations please do let me know. Um, but now, for now, let's dive into the comments. And this week's comments, 19. <laughs> Get in. Uh, I think that's awesome. I, I, I love the comments, as you know. Uh, and it's brilliant to have so many. I'm perhaps going to jump between. I'm not going to do all of them today because 19 is a lot. Um, so Colin Morgan said, tried this as an espresso and in the Chemex. Found had to throttle back a gram or two on the espresso. As it produced, seemed to produce more volume than a standard bean. Uh, not something I'd noticed, but a few other people picked up on that. Uh, found the Chemex style was best one for me. Uh, the coffee retains its character in a longer drink. Awesome. Uh, Emil Troll, Troll Kill. I've oh, probably got that wrong, Emil, sorry. Uh, and, and Emil is a massive supporter of me, and we love Emil's comments, so I'm going to try and learn your surname. Uh, as usual, really good informative in my mug. Um, Light was poor, but what the heck, I do know about the light last time, you know, as I was editing this, I was going, I don't really want to put this out, but if I didn't, it wasn't going to happen, but thank you for being so understanding. Um, uh, fun that you chose the V60 this time, uh, it's years since I drank coffee from Gao region, so fun to try again. First time it did hit me, and, and, and I love last week's, and, and last week's coffee for me was just something, a little bit of a gear change, but just shows you how good Sumatras can be. Um, let's have a look what else we've got Michael McLaughlin I'm just randomly picking these out by the way I, I have read them all but I'm just kind of going through and picking ones out another really good in my mug currently can't swing for a subscription but I'll place my order soon it's great value you know Michael he's, he's going to save you money oh my god I'm doing a sales advert again uh, love the chilled idea and I think I've got the perfect coffee for the chilled coffee one next week so next week Chilled coffee in my mug. Be there or don't be there. Um, yep, that's brilliant, Michael. Thank you. Uh, Daniel, nice. Don't normally go for Sumatrans. Definitely smells spicy and peppery. Just tastes funky from the Kona. I expect it'll make a really good espresso. Thanks for something really different. My pleasure, Dan. My pleasure. Um, Alex Redgate, look at the size of Steen's beans. Seriously huge beans. Don't know if my old MC2 would have managed these. Uh, got to say... I didn't love this as a drip. Well, I expect I may have over-extracted it. Uh, got a vet back pot this week, so I'm hoping to play with it. Do let me know how that worked out, Alex. I'd love to hear. Not tried this espresso yet. Um, the Costa Rican from a few weeks ago, he's still in front of the list of coffees I'm loving. And on that point, going through the site, I think it was yesterday, I was looking through some of the reviews and stuff, and the Costa Rican, I think... One person didn't like it, and has left a review saying they didn't like it. And I respect that. 
Not everybody likes the same coffees that we all like, but there's one review for it, so it ends up with a two review. So, Alex, you should go and put a review on there and talk about the Costa Rican. And others, if you enjoyed the Costa Rican that we had on the Cup of, uh, the Cup of Excellence one on the In My Mug a few episodes back, do go and leave a comment just to balance it out, because I don't think two stars is a fair rating for that wonderful coffee. Um, I agree, I respect opinions and respect the person's opinion that left it, but for me, that's a much higher scoring coffee. And, and I know for some of you guys too, so please go back and, and have a look at that. In fact, pop a link below for you so you can find it. Um, Chris Rusbuck tried this on the weekend in the pour over and just wasn't getting any of the flavours, a bit too strong and overpairing, but revisited today and had to say it seems like the flavours have developed a lot over the week. Uh, and now find it really interesting, tasty cup. Must try it as an espresso before it runs out. And this is an incredibly important point. Indonesians, for my palate, tend to improve uh, as they rest, as they get a little bit older, as they develop a little bit more. Um, and obviously this is what Chris has found as well. Um, so if you have any of that gayo and you didn't like it at the start of the week, go back and have another look at it and I'm sure you'll appreciate it a lot, lot more. Um, so yeah, Indos... Seven, ten days go into a league of their own. Uh, Centrals and South Americans I tend to find to be best after two, three days um, and start to kind of be in their peak around about that window. But Indos definitely need a little bit longer. And let's finish up with Andy Reid who said, really enjoyed this coffee, very different from the last few in my mugs. As much as I've enjoyed the previous ones, this one really stood out. Tried it in the Uva Solo and the pepper came through perfectly. Listen, that's brilliant. Um... I'm pleased that you enjoyed last week's. A little bit nervous about chucking, chucking a Sumatran out there, but you seem to have enjoyed it, so maybe that's a hint that I should do a few more of those. But for this week, we're going back in the other direction. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to whap you on pause, I'm going to go away and brew the coffee, and I should be back with you in just a few moments. So I'm back, and as I said after the email from David... I kind of decided I wanted to go an opposite end of the scale to what we did last week because as much as I love the Gayo, it was kind of like, let's find something super complex, super bright, super big, you know, and, and, and I kind of really think this fits the bill. It's a Guatemalan. It's from the Sierra de la Minas region, and it's called Finca El Triangulo. It's owned by uh, a guy called Ronnie Aschiano, who is a really good friend, and uh, I was lucky enough to go on a trip to Guatemala in... Was it 2007? Um, and spend a couple of days with Ronnie. Um, he hosts the best barbecues in the world. It's one of the things that sticks in my memory most of, of that trip. Um, along with some awesome coffee. It's been in the family since uh, early 90s. But Ronnie really only took over the direct management of it in around about 2006, 2007. So this is the first fruits of his work that we're actually seeing. Which I just think is fantastic. Um, this coffee is from last year's harvest, so it's uh, from 2000, uh, 2009. The current harvest is being picked and processed as we speak, so this in reality is turning past crop. But I think it's yet another example of what giving coffee a little bit of rest, a little bit of time, a little bit longer to develop, um, those flavours to come out. Uh, this is another one of those ones, um, and for me this is the best it's been. Uh, and I'm really, really pleased with it. A little bit more about the farm. So it's uh, closest city to the farm is El Progreso. Uh, the altitude range of the farm is 1,350 metres to 1,800 metres above sea level. 
Um, this is for a couple of reasons. One, it's a very mountainous area, so there are some kind of peaks and troughs, if you like. But the main reason is this is a huge farm. And the majority of the coffee from this farm finds its way into the commercial coffee sector. But this is the very best selection from it. The varietal is uh, Katakai, which is something that you don't come across so often as a varietal. It's one of the least common cultivars. Um, only time I've seen it is in Brazil and tends to be around the Minas Gerais area. Um, but the reason it's planted there is the reason it's planted here is that it's particularly uh, strong against leaf rust, which is a disease that attacks uh, the coffee plant. Um, and they have a little bit of a, a, a leaf rust problem in Guatemala, just as they do in the Minas area. So it's a varietal that's been fitted to the farm because it fits the farm, um, which I think is just exactly how it should be. So I'm going to put on the screen now uh, a picture of the rose colour. And this is what I would call a medium light to medium roast. Um, and certainly not what I'd expect as a rule of thumb for what we do for Guatemala. This coffee is incredibly delicate. It's incredibly complex. Um, has lots of acidity and brightness going on in there. So I don't want to kill that. On saying this, another part of the conversation I had with David, we were talking about roasting for espresso and roasting for filter and, you know, kind of the, the difference between that. And... Um, I have some very set opinions on, on, on roasting, uh, roasting coffee, um, not necessarily roasting for a particular style, but roasting to get the very best out of the coffee. Um, I know I'm in a camp on my own there, and it's something that I plan to do for a, a, a blog post very soon, uh, if I ever get to my act together and find some time to start blogging again. Um, but before I become Mr. Opinionated, shall we, uh, shall we get snozzer in the bowl? So. Now, on the aromas, you, just, you can smell how bright this is. I mean, it's really zingy. And it smells really nutty as well. And a little bit of a herbaceous smell on there. And, and I don't really like herbaceous as, as an aroma on coffee. But it's not unpleasant. It's just, it's definitely just sitting there. So, let's get rid of that. And let's pour us some coffee. Let's, let's smell... Now, on the aromas, I'm getting that kind of, that acidity that I was getting on there, but it smells much more rounded and it, there's much more sweetness coming through. Okay, so on the front end, I'm hit with that acidity and it really, really, really reminds me of like a honeydew melon. So you get that bite in and you get a mixture of sweetness and acidity together. Um, but then it changes and it changes on the middle part to like, the body comes from nowhere. And for a lightly coloured coffee, you know, and you've seen the rose colour, I'm going to show you again. Now, you would expect this not to have the body that it does have. Um, really kind of big body. And just finishes on this kind of like, it's like getting a, like a fruit and nut bar even. You know, the sweetness of the, the, the coffee coming through with that nuttiness. I just, I think it's a really delicious coffee. I really like it. In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to whap you on pause and I'm going to go and make an espresso with this as well because I want to try this as an espresso. So just be back in a second. Right, so I'm back. I think I'm trying to prove a point here. <laughs> that, um, now this rose colour, you wouldn't say it was typically designed for espresso, but I know what an amazing espresso this is. So um, yeah, I, I just wanted to run through it to remind myself and just confirm in my own head that I'm not making things up. So... 
had to move the grinder quite a bit because it's so lightly roasted. I've really had to uh, change it down a little bit for, for, for what I would normally be around. I mean, it's at least three or four notches I've moved, so. So, on the espresso, big acidity at the front end, and I'm, I mean, my mouth is full of oranges, just completely full of oranges. But that nuttiness is there as well, and the viscosity is just amazing. I mean, this is really thick and gloopy espresso. Um, creme has held up really well as well. Um, I think this is amazing. I, I love this coffee. It's one that hasn't had the love it should have had. Nobody's really kind of gone, wow, I love El Triangulo, but I think it's one of one of the triumphs of this year. We've hardly sold any of it. Um, I mean, yeah, it was brought in because I really wanted to try it because of Ronnie's influence. And I think it's just a stunner. Going to pop an offer code below for one week only. This coffee is nearly gone. Uh, with it being end of crop, I think we've got a better sack left. That will be gone within a week. So just a week on this offer, 50 pence off. Um, I don't think you really need uh, too much encouragement to try this one because you really should before it goes. Definitely hoping we can get some next year. Definitely, definitely. And we'd like to be a bit more proactive with it and really kind of shout from the rooftops a little bit more about it. Right. Going to finish it there. Oh. News has been the website has had a little bit of a revamp, a uh, little bit of a uh, should we say uh, major renovation. Um, this has been in kind of ongoing since January this year, so there's an awful lot of work gone into getting this right. Um, I hope you like the new improvements. Very much wanted to try and get across key points like photography. You know, we've got so many beautiful photos of coffee farms that we've been on. Uh, I really want you to kind of go and have. So go and have a look at Has Been. You don't need the address for Has Been. Why am I even doing that? I'm not doing it. Hasbeen.co.uk. You should know where that is. Um, go and have a look at the site. Do let me know what you think. I would love to receive emails on uh, what you think is good, what you think we could perhaps tidy up on. Um, I think it's going to be one of those organic things that Has Been has always been where we've improved it as we've gone along. But this is a major step forward, in my opinion, uh, for the website, and I hope you think so too. Um, listen, I'm going to go back and carry on editing this website because it's still not finished, and I've had to come out to do this, and now I'm going to go back. Um, I've got to say thank you for it as well, though. Thank you to Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Brown, who's been uh, helping us with the design of it, helped us with the design of In My Mug and Has Blog, uh, and, and has finally done the Has Been one for us as well. He has been Mr. Patient. Um, he has been really good in getting all of my ideas into graphical form and all of those things. So, Loz, you've been a legend. Thank you very much, mate. And on that note, life is too short for that.